0: What would you do if you no longer felt sick and tired? What if you woke up every day feeling amazing in your body and in your life? How would your life be different? You and your body are capable of incredible things. You have the power to heal. You just need the right tools and support. If you're ready to heal your body and feel amazing, tune into the Heal Your Body Show with host Dr. Jamie Gillum.
1: Welcome to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and I have a special guest today, Molly Smith, and uh, we are going to be talking about living your best life, and Molly is actually a patient of mine, and she has done so much work. On mindset and healing physically, also emotionally, spiritually. And this is so important. If you truly want to live the life of your dreams, you have to do total body healing and you have to put in the effort, you have to put in the time, and you have to be patient with yourself as well. And Molly's amazing on her check in calls. She actually gives me pep talks and she just has amazing energy and just lights up a room. And I think she just provides so much support and motivation uh to women and and men who are are looking for support with motivation and life change. Uh so Molly, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your story.
2: Yeah. Well thanks so much for having me. Working with you has uh, been, has transformed my health, is is transforming my health as we speak. Um, so I am a working mom. I work in corporate America. I also uh, have a health coaching practice and am doing some speaking and about to write a book. So I've got a lot of things going on right now. Uh, back in 2019, I found myself in a place where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was working on climbing the corporate ladder. I had found a lot of my self-worth in my, my, in my identity, in what I did for a living. Does that sound familiar? Uh, and uh, so I spent all my time doing that um, at the expense of my health. And I just got to a point in my in my life where I was like, I'm not going to go buy the next size up. I have to figure out how to A, drop some excess weight and just be healthier uh, and stumbled across a program that dramatically um, changed my life. In 2019, I lost 50 pounds. I got off my blood pressure medication. Um, of course, I have thyroid disease. I have um, Hashimoto's. Uh, Which just adds insult to injury when you are trying to, you know, drop um, some body weight and improve your health and so forth. And uh, the program that I followed uh, just truly changed my life because it wasn't a diet; it truly was. It was a it's a habit based system, so I had to work a lot on my mindset, and that work takes some time to do. I mean, you, you never arrive from a mindset perspective; you're just continually becoming more self aware of the things and the patterns that we have in our lives. And um, I've just got a phenomenal community uh, of people around who are like-minded, who are pursuing optimal health. And so after after I dropped that 50 pounds, you know, the pandemic hit. And so that was uh, everybody just kind of, you know, lost their mind a little bit, trying to figure out what does this world look like, you know, when everybody's sheltering in and all the things. And, um, that's when my healthy habits that I had installed the previous year were really tested. Right. And so those things, again, you never arrive. You're just continually, um, working on yourself. Um, but lastly, I would just say like, I realized in pursuing my health, um, and getting alignment in my health, that doors were opening up in my life for greater impact. Uh, and so that that's the key, that getting your health aligned is is the key that I found.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's the mind-body connection, right? And it's, uh, do you heal the body first? Do you heal the mind first? Uh, or do you just do it all at one time, which can be overwhelming for a lot of people. But I feel like a lot of women in our age bracket really struggle with being unhappy with their bodies, with their health. They feel like crap. Um, Their relationships aren't what they want them to be. Uh, They don't like their career. And it's never too late to turn the page and just start again. It's never too late. And I'm living my best life now. I'm 47. And I remember when I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer, sitting in my car thinking, This is it. I'm not going to make it. And who's my husband going to marry? I didn't want my husband to marry anybody else. And am I going to get to see my kids grow up and live their lives and follow their dreams? And I remember thinking, What have I been doing with my life? If, If this is it, Can, can I move on from this world and be happy with the life that, that I've lived? And that's really what started my whole healing journey. Uh, I decided I was going to try, I was going to uh, start living the life that, that I want to live and put in more effort with my relationship with my husband, which has always been great. Uh, But now it is incredible because we both put in the effort. We spend time together. We go on date night. We make sure that, you know, we are supporting each other and we have a good time together. And I started stepping into my purpose and recognizing that I wasn't living my life for me. I was living my life based on what other people always told me I should do. Mm -hmm. And so while it was okay um, it it wasn't really fulfilling for me, and and we also have a lot of kids. You know, I think it's very difficult uh, as moms. There's so much on our plates when we have children. My husband and I have seven children and a grandbaby, and now we've got son in laws, daughter in laws. You know, there's there's a lot going on. And uh, it's difficult because you you want to provide and support your children, and and sometimes you lose yourself in that process because being a mom becomes your whole identity, and then they all leave the house, and you don't know what to do with yourself, and and you kind of have this grieving moment. Because they don't need you anymore, and they don't pick up the phone to call every day, and and you're like, what? Am, what do I do now? And so many women find themselves in, at our ages really struggling. Also, menopause comes into play. Our bodies start changing. Our hair is graying, and you know we're just we're aging, and that can be very difficult. So, uh, when it comes to what allowed you to to change, because I know you had a lot of success. And then you contacted me because you wanted to dial in your thyroid meds and hormone replacement. So tell us a little bit more about the success that you had. And now that you're on the right medication, uh, hormone replacement, supplement support, uh, how has that been helping you to keep moving forward in your healing journey?
2: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I have recently shifted. I've had a kind of a shift in my mindset that my diet and not the losing weight, but like what I consume and how I move my body is an enabler of um, me showing up so that I can do all the things that I'm called to do, right? Like, I believe we all have a mission in life and we have different assignments, right? And I've got a couple of assignments. I'm in corporate. I'm a health coach. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a friend, Um, all of those things, those are my assignments. And in order for me to step into those assignments, I gotta be showing up as my best self. And so locking in my nutrition and my exercise and what I like to call my innards, if you will, getting those optimized helps me show up better. And, you know, a couple of months ago when I reached out to you, um, I had just received information, um, my doctor, my conventional medicine doctor, um, I need to get my prescription refilled. So I had to get new labs for my thyroid meds and she reduced my meds. And within about a week and a half, I was exhausted, like needed a nap at three 30 in the afternoon. And I don't have time for that. I got a lot of things that I'm doing that I'm passionate about. Um, and I don't have time to be tired at three 30 in the afternoon. And when I reached out to her and said, something's not right, what do we do? The response was, we'll recheck your labs in six weeks. And honestly, like I was so frustrated because I didn't want to settle for feeling, I didn't want to settle for feeling like crap and not having the energy that I needed to get through the day, right? And so I found you on TikTok, and I'm like, okay, well, this guy actually knows what she's talking about when it comes to Hashimoto's, and that's what started our journey. And I will tell you that. Um, within two days of starting my new thyroid protocol, I was like back to, uh, back to myself, right. I would have the energy. I didn't need a nap, all of those things. I also realized that I've got a couple of other things going on in my body that I had no idea, you know, Epstein-Barr, you know, um, which is you know something very common but i had an active infection i've got some other inflammation and things in my system that we are partnering together to work through and so um this um this has been game changing for me particularly as a rule follower like i don't want to upset the apple cart you know what i'm saying right and so like i adore my conventional medicine doctor she's lovely but i'm not but i, I literally was like i'm not going to wait 6 weeks to feel better and so i'm so glad that i leaned in and took a step forward to say, okay, is there something different or better out there so that I can show up as the best version of myself? Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. And here's the thing. We know when something is not right in our own bodies. I think we're born with intuition. I think a lot of us are taught to ignore it and so many people become very disconnected with themselves and uh from their own bodies from the people around them that's also a coping mechanism uh but many people just don't know how to listen to their bodies but the majority of us especially when we're struggling with a lot of symptoms physical symptoms or mental health sy- symptoms uh we know hey something's changed something's not right here And conventional medicine has a lot of great things to offer, but we have to take back our power and we have to advocate for ourselves. We have to research. We have to say, hey, this is not working for me and I need to try something different. And if you're not going to help me, then I'm going to find somebody who will, right? Because- I think we've been taught just to trust doctors and they tell us your labs are normal or here's the problem and take this medication and come back in a year. And that's not helpful because what we should be getting is information about our labs. Uh, I read through labs with every patient and I explain what is going on in their lab work, make notes on the labs, and then people need to be given options for treatment. Um, you know, For example, with menopause, there's holistic care. Uh, there is care through conventional medicine that can be effective based on what you are being prescribed you have to make sure you're prescribed the right type of hormone replacement and then there's also a hormone replacement through hormone clinics which are a little bit more of an investment so there's options and women need to know they have options and typically with treatment protocols there are multiple options available and you should have an active role in deciding what's best for you. But this is all about empowerment. Uh, It's all about taking your life back and understanding that you have the ability to create the life that you want, even in circumstances that are beyond your control. You That's may right. not be able to change certain circumstances, but you can figure out how to thrive in certain circumstances that may not be the healthiest uh, for you, but you can figure out how to navigate through it. Don't you think, Molly?
2: Yeah, I totally agree. And I think part of it is is being aware and knowing what and knowing what you are trying to create in your life. I think that that, that is is really important. If you're in a funk, if you are, if you're not feeling right, that is your cue to dial in and get, and and try to get some clarity. And if you, if that's a, if that's a hard process, then connect with somebody who knows you to help you help you through that process. I think that's so, 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 so important.
1: Well, and it goes back to, you mentioned, we all have a mission Mm -hmm. and we're all different right yeah. we all have different passions different talents different things that we enjoy and we all have different things that that we offer in this world and i think that's what makes the world such a beautiful place if we were all the same it would be such a boring place because everybody yeah. is so beautiful when mm-hmm. they just are who they are and they're they're truly living their purpose and doing what makes them fulfilled yeah. and so when you can Understand yourself and understand who you are and who you're meant to be and then go out and and do the things that make you happy, that bring you joy and not care about what other people think because – People are going to have something to say when you put yourself out there. Uh, There's always going to be somebody that doesn't like you. You rub them the wrong way and they're going to be negative. And you just have to let that go. And the more you step into your purpose, the more that tends to happen. And at the same time, the more confident you will become because you know that you are standing in, your purpose, right where you need to be. And nobody can touch you. Nobody can, can affect you and bring you down unless you allow that. And so we're going to go to our first uh, commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to dive deeper into uh, some things that you really need to understand if you are trying to heal and you really want to live a life that you are just amazed by. There are some things that you need to start implementing that you can easily start implementing today so we're gonna go to our first commercial break and by the way when i was young i always wanted to be a newscaster and i would act like i was a newscaster so i love going to commercial breaks it just makes my day so we're gonna go to our first commercial break i'm dr jamie Gillum on the heal your body show on the inspired choices network with molly smith we'll be right back
0: healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms while medications have their place in health care and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Heal Your Body show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum with Molly Smith, and we're talking about how to live your best life. And here's the deal. So Molly is a coach and she helps people who are struggling with their weight, struggling with food addiction or just not understanding how to properly eat and when she was talking about her story i noticed she didn't mention uh the company and i want to share this um because here's the deal there are so many different tools available when it comes to people needing support needing tools that are going to be helpful in their healing journey and whether it's a paleo diet or keto or weight watchers or whatever anybody is following they are simply tools uh, that can benefit people with trying to manage nutrition uh, or anything else that, that you want to apply in your life. Everything is just a tool and they can be very helpful for one person and maybe not so helpful for another person. You, got, you have to find what works best for you. So Molly is an Optivia coach and she is, that am I saying that right? You are. Yeah. Optivia. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and, and she had amazing success with it. Now, here's the deal. A lot of personal trainers poo poo Optavia, and they are highly critical of it. And I don't think that they understand what exactly it is. And I find it fascinating because they'll say you need to eat less and move more and you just need to control your nutrition. And yet they'll poo poo something that can be very beneficial. And I've actually recommended it. To a few of my patients who are morbidly obese, who really struggle with understanding portion control and managing, trying to manage through food addiction, binge eating, it's just a helpful tool, right? So Molly, can you speak more on that and how it was helpful for you when it comes to nutrition? Yeah,
2: Yeah, so, and I I completely agree with you that any program or diet or eating regimen is just a tool. Um, The best one for you is the one that you can follow, right? And so the Optivia plan actually really worked for me. Um, This is who I, who, where I was in my life when I started that program. I was working 70 hours a week. I traveled 25,000 miles that year. It was pre-pandemic food prep. Overwhelmed me. Like, let's food prep on Sunday afternoon for the week. Well, I would do that, and then I wouldn't eat any of the stuff that I food prepped, and I spent all this money and then ended up eating out or eating convenient or what have you. Um, and so I needed something that was easy. I also have a gluten intolerance. So I'm like, there have there has to be gluten, you know, um, you know, gluten-free options. So I was looking for something easy that I could incorporate into my life. Optavia, fit the bill. because I didn't have to think about how I was fueling my body. And so for those who don't know, Optivia uses, um, fuelings, which are many low glycemic snacks. You're eating six times a day. Five of those come from Optavia in the form of our fuelings, which are, um, like, uh, all macro balanced, uh, and, uh, gives you exactly what you need every two to three hours to kickstart your metabolism. That worked for me. You also eat one meal of lean protein and non-starchy vegetables. You're doing that while you're in weight loss. And that's very effective. You do get into a, a fat burn usually by day four or five. It's not a deep ketosis. You're eating about 85 grams of carb a day on our, on the most common plan folks are on. And, um, it is, it is easy to follow and do, but it's only one part of the program, right? So you can treat any program, any system, like a diet, if you don't change what's going on between your between your ears, when you stop it, you're gonna gain your weight back. And so the thing that I love about Optavia is that the nutrition piece is only 25%. You're working with a coach who provides accountability, who provides guidance, not the food police, not the alcohol police, um, anything like that. But you, but when you are engaging with a coach on a weekly basis there's somebody to process with those triggers you know emotional eating how are you dealing with boredom and and, and all those things because we all have those really crummy habits that we've had for decades you don't unwind those overnight What's nice about the Optivia plan is that if you've got weight to lose, the weight starts coming off. And so that is motivating. The hard work though, is in the mindset. It's in the habit transformation. It's in the habit disruption, right? It's getting clear and um, aware of what are those triggers for you? Because that's where the gold is. And we have a bunch of resources that really help around um, habit, habit transformation, habit formation. Um, and so forth. Uh, And you're connected to people who are in the same boat who are doing it. We tend, especially women in health uh, and uh, weight loss specifically, we tend to isolate, right? Because we don't want to fail again. How many things did I try and fail? A gazillion, Mm -hmm. right? And I was like, I don't want to try and fail again. So I'm just going to stay stuck. But the reality is, is that you've got to do this You got to do this in community with people who get it and where there's a lot of support and encouragement. And so that's why I love the Optivia program. My favorite part about it is the community uh, because you aren't doing it alone and you're connected to people who, who get it.
1: Right. Right, Yeah. And it's, it's a tool. And while you're using the tool and it takes the thinking out of what the heck am I going to eat? And I got to prepare all this food and I don't want to do that. I don't know how, I don't know how to cook. My husband does all of our cooking. Um, You're learning and you're changing habits and you're learning what to eat. So it's, it's a tool and it's a stepping stone for you to be able to create change And I think nutrition is such a hard thing for so many people. So many people that I talk to have no idea how to properly fuel their bodies because there's so much conflicting information online. And listen, we are marketed to on a regular basis uh, Mm -hmm. by crappy fast food chains and Um, all kinds of companies that are promoting products as healthy when they're full of added sugar and all kinds of, of crap. And it's very confusing. And also when you drive down the street and there's, you know, five fast food restaurants on the corner and you can pick up stuff from the gas station, you know, there's, we're just surrounded by food and it makes it very difficult, especially if you're struggling with stress uh, if nobody ever taught you how to manage your nutrition or you're dealing with trauma or you actually have a food addiction, a binge eating problem, it is very difficult to just put the fork down because you you have to eat. And I will hear so many trainers say you just have to control your diet. You just don't eat those things or you manage the portion. But it can be very difficult For people to get a hold of that for example i love gummy candy it's like so satisfying for me and my kids i used to pick them up from school now they ride the bus and that's a a habit change which has helped me not go to the gas station because they like to go get treats and get gummy candy because i would buy a bag of like the coca-cola gummies or the frog gummies and I'd eat a few and then I'd eat a few more. And then I'd be like, oh, well, I already ate half the bag. I might as well eat the whole bag. And it's like 400 calories and a crap ton of sugar. And that was stalling my my progress with my body composition and what I was trying to achieve. And just making that simple change of not picking them up from school, I'm not driving by the gas station every day to pick them up. Right. So, you know, you, you have to have tools available that are going to help you have success it's just like if you want to write on a piece of paper you need a pencil or a pen or a marker or something and mm-hmm. you also need to understand yourself and i think that in society this is where we have a huge problem is yeah. people give so much to everybody else especially women because we're nurturers by nature and we ignore our own needs and wants and desires because it's fulfilling to, to give to everybody else Mm -hmm. and we lose ourselves and we don't even know who we are or what we like. And listen, you have to be real with yourself sometimes. And in this process, you might have to recognize some things that you don't like and you don't really want to face And you're going to, you have to work through that because that is a part of being able to overcome and to truly be free in who you are. So Molly, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like your own self-discovery and what, what did you discover about yourself through this process?
2: Yeah. So, you know, honestly, I discovered over the course of a couple of, I mean, it took it took some time. Like I didn't follow the program. The pro when I was originally a client, like when I was starting out, I did not follow the program very well. Like I would not want to coach me today, right? Um, because I did, I did not, I did not follow it well. But one of the things that I think is, um, that has been a uh, a light bulb for me are my coping mechanisms. Um, I have had always tended to escape or numb, um, any emotions that I was feeling either with, um, with like binge watching something on like Netflix or what have you, or, um, or, or I would get that, you know, one or three glasses of wine every night. And what I found is that I've had to remove those things out of my life because they become barriers for me doing the work that I'm called to do. Right. And so um, but that's a process like this stuff doesn't happen overnight. Let's tackle one thing at a time. The other thing is, is that you can't pour from an empty cup. You got to put yourself on the to do list getting your health in line, getting self-aware, getting around a community of of like-minded people. So, so, so important. Um, And these things come, you know, we, we continue to evolve. If you're committed to living your best life, then it's just, it's an ongoing journey um, of, you know, greater self-awareness and being honest with yourself and figuring out, okay, what's my next best step?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. I think a lot of people, when you talk about community, a lot of people feel alone. A lot of people don't talk about their struggles because they think nobody gets it. Nobody understands. And maybe there's some embarrassment, some shame, some guilt. And that's why community is so important. And you need a support system anytime you want to create any kind of change because it is uncomfortable. And you are going to have to get very uncomfortable if you want to create change because your brain will tell you this is not safe. You're safe exactly where you're at because it's normal. It's part of your every day. Uh, you know how to respond. You know how to behave. You, you're set with your life, right? You start trying to create change and your brain is like, whoop, safety, revert back, You know, you know, drop what you're doing because because this is not safe. Any unpredictability is going to make you feel uncomfortable. And if you don't know what lies ahead and it feels unpredictable, you are going to hear in your mind constantly. This is not worth it. This is not working. I can't do this. And so that's why support and community is so important. And we have a great time as women, uh, you know, connecting. I connect with so many women and and men as well. And we just have a great time just sharing experiences and sharing success and struggle. Like all of it matters because we're not alone. And humans, we're mammals and we are packed creatures, we need support, we need community. So with that said, we're going to go to our next commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the mindset piece and, and really focusing on, understanding your brain and mindset and the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind, that kind of stuff matters so much. And most people don't ever really think about how much your mindset matters when you're wanting to create change. So we're going to go to commercial break. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the heal your body show on the inspired choices network with Molly Smith. And we'll be right back.
0: Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in health care and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Heal Your Body show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum with special guest Molly Smith. We're talking about living your best life. And here's the deal. Mindset, we we create these patterns and thoughts about ourselves throughout our childhood, through our adult lives, based on how we are conditioned. The things that are said to us about us, over us, the way our parents raise us, their behaviors. Uh, we typically have trauma. There's a lot of stress. Many of us aren't taught coping mechanisms. You know, my parents did not teach me how to cope well at all. My mom threw things, and there was a lot of yelling in my house. And my dad was gone a lot. The FBI actually raided our house when I was five. He was running drug labs all over the United States. So my dad became a fugitive when I was uh, five. And then they caught him when I was 15 and I began visiting him in the penitentiary at that time. And my stepdad was an alcoholic and him and my mom fought all the time as well. And my mom, when she was upset, would just pick something up near her and throw it. And uh, and then my stepdad committed suicide when I was a junior in high school. And I always thought that my childhood was normal. Uh, I didn't recognize that I had trauma and it's because it's all I ever knew and I was taught, you just keep going. You just get up and and you go do the work and everything's fine at home. We were taught not to talk about anything. And so to the outside world, everything seemed fine, but it was very chaotic in my home life. So I learned from a very early age to disassociate and learned to be a people pleaser. So I never set boundaries well, and I never set boundaries well with my own children uh, because I wanted them to love me. And and I recognize now that's not the best way to parent your children. Um, and also, I lived in constant chaos mode. My whole life has been busy, busy, busy. And the more overwhelmed I could be day to day, the less I had to think about things going on in my home and all of the feelings that I had. And I also grew up trying to prove myself To people because I just wanted to be loved and accepted. So I've had to do a lot of healing work around that. And I didn't even recognize it because you just go through the motions and then, you know, you wake up one day and you're like, oh crap, like I've got some shit I've got to deal with. Right. Mm. Um, so you've got, you have to sit and, learn about yourself. You know, I think people know more about their hobby, like if you like to knit or if you're into cars, like people know more about what they're passionate about and what their hobbies are than they do about themselves and their own bodies. And and I I put it like this, if you want to date somebody, what questions would you ask them? Like, if you wanted to seriously date somebody, uh, you're going to ask them some questions and you might do a little bit of FBI research and online. You're going to figure some stuff out, right? And we should be doing that with ourselves. We should be asking ourselves the deep, intimate questions so that we can truly understand our, our shame and our guilt, our embarrassment, the things that we bury so deep that then in turn cause us to live a certain way, respond to people a certain way. uh, We have to be able to let those things go. Otherwise they just simmer. And, and we see everything through the lens of, of that trauma. Right. I've said that before. I think it's, it's like wearing glasses and the lenses are your trauma. So your perspective, is, is not reality, right? Because you're, you're affected by that trauma. So Molly, tell us a little bit about, um, the, you know, when it comes to mindset, what are some daily things that you do so that you start your day with the right mindset?
2: Yeah. Oh, what a great question. So this has evolved for me over the years. And I will say I've gone through phases where I've got this locked in and phases where I'm like, eh, not so much. Uh, but I will tell you that starting my day very intentionally, uh, is so having a morning routine, um, uh, absolutely sets me up well, um, for a, a positive day. I try to stay off of my phone, at least the first half hour of the day, minus like using my meditation app on my phone, but Um, But I do meditation. I, I will listen to podcasts as well. I try to get some type of uh, movement or exercise in. Um, as well. Uh, But I, I'm very diligent about what I'm actually putting into my brain. Right. So what am I, you know, if I'm like, like TikTok, like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep that. I've got to keep that, you know, in check because you can get lost in the scroll. Um, And as you are consuming that information, that those are messages um, that are being reinforced in your brain. And so um there's one strategy that uh I learned from a gal named Sarah Centrella, it's called mental tennis and it's about really winding down or turning down the volume on negative thoughts um and I so I play a game of mental tennis where I'm just reframing a negative thought or a negative cognition um to the logical opposite or, or the the positive right so it's hard for me to lose weight like the logical opposite is it's easy for me to lose weight even if that isn't in my reality but what we consume, what we think, um, that, that little mental tape that we play in our heads, like we've got, like, we have the ability to shift that our brain does not know the difference between a truth or a lie when it is told something repetitively. So you might as well tell yourself the best possible version of Whatever it is, right? Because if our brain doesn't know the difference between the truth and a the lie, then then let's tell ourselves the absolute best version, because that will begin to take root. And so, um, so I am dialing in, what am I thinking about? What am I telling myself? Am I in an imposter syndrome? Am I not feeling very confident about, you know, this meeting or doing this thing on social media or, or what have you, um, all of those things, um, dialing that in starting your day with intention and planting those things in your head. Um, those I am statements, those mottos, those mantras, all of those things that is like, like a vitamin injection for your brain and your mindset. Uh, And so it is um, so I can't I know that if I haven't done that, my day is not going to go very well.
1: Right. Absolutely. Well, and here's the thing. Subconsciously, this is where we live most of our mm-hmm. life. People think we make a lot of conscious decisions, but they're actually subconscious. Mm-hmm. And the the deal is everybody has negative thoughts that creep in. And it's kind of like having two birds on on your shoulders. Right. You got one on this side and one on this side. And, you know, the one bird is trying to tell you to keep going, but it can get drowned out by the other bird saying, you're not good enough. You fail every time. And this isn't going to work. And this is too hard. And these people don't care about you or whatever it is that the little bird's saying. I say you got to be the megaphone. You got to be the bullhorn. You've got to drown that out. And I get up every day. I, this may sound a little crazy, but I think we need to be crazy. I think we need to be more free in our bodies and in our lives and just have a freaking good time. So I dance around my house. I sing in the shower. I jump on my trampoline and I just be a goofball. And it lets out a lot of. Any energy that is bound up that's negative, it is able to just let go. And I speak out loud what I want. Like, well, my husband and I, uh, when I wanted to open a gym, I just spoke it. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't even know what was required. I just kept speaking it that I'm going to open a gym. And I did. And the more that you can speak what you want and speak truth to yourself. You wake up every morning and you say the I am statements. You yeah. say, I want this. I am capable. There is nothing that I cannot achieve. It is amazing when you hear those things out loud, how they become your reality and they will drown out a lot of that negativity, right? It's, it's yeah. so unbelievable. And if you will just be more free to just be silly and just be free in your body, listen, wear the swimsuit, wear the bikini, wear the sexy dress. And if somebody has a problem with it, it's their problem. It doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter if you have cellulite, just go be you and wear the things you want to wear and have a good time in life because life is so short and many people don't think about it, but we're not here for very long. So right. you got to step on the, the party train and do the things that you want to do so that you don't have regrets. And so there's a question here. How do you stay positive when your partner is negative? Uh, and this is true for any family member or friends. A lot of times when people start trying to change, there is some pushback from people close to them. And if you're in the middle of a relationship or in a family scenario where it is just not good, just start working on yourself. Just start doing things that you enjoy and start living your life. And then you will have to have those hard conversations uh, with your partner or whoever it is and explain what you are trying to do. And they're, they're either going to be on board or not, but The first step is to do your own self-healing work and just go live, go, go shop, go get a coffee, find some friends and go on a trip, you know, just focus on you having happy moments and through the process, the more that you heal, the more you will recognize the choices that you need to make when it comes to if people are going to continue to be in your life or not. And that's a decision that nobody can make for you because nobody's living your life, right? Like you, you are the one living your life and you have to make choices based on what is going to be best for you. And nobody can, can give you advice on that. That's, that's a personal decision, but uh, the more that you grow in who you are and you step into your purpose, Uh, it can change the whole dynamic in relationships and it can make it a lot better. Uh, In some cases not. And that's not up to you necessarily because it really depends on how the people that are being negative respond. And if they're willing to do the work with you, if they're willing to be on that journey with you. So go live your life, have a good time do things that make you smile, go do some karaoke. You know, you don't have to be able to sing to do karaoke. I can't sing, but if I get up there and do a rap song, I win the contest every time because you just have to yell the words and get the crowd going. But hey, just go live. And if you're struggling with how you're feeling, if you're struggling with physical pain, if you're struggling with just being down, just start doing a little bit And then obviously make sure you get your labs, make sure that if you need meds, you're on meds, if you need a holistic protocol, um, but it starts with trying. It starts with giving yourself just a little bit of effort every day. I would rather you give yourself a little bit of effort every day consistently versus a ton of effort one day out of the month, and then you shut down for the rest of the month because that's not gonna be helpful You have to have consistency and your brain can literally change over time. Your body, everything can change, but it's, it's a process. So I went on a tangent there. We're going to go on our next commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap it up with Molly Smith. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. And we are talking about living your best life. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum with Molly Smith. And here's the thing. If you feel like crap... If you feel like your life is just in the dumpster and you don't have any energy and you are depressed, you're anxious, and you just don't know what to do. Here's the thing. It's it's taking small steps at a time. And over time, those small steps lead up to big change and big results. And you don't have to overwhelm yourself with a complete 180 degree turn For a lot of people, that's too much. And that's one reason why so many people fail. You just need to start small. And, you know, a couple things, keep a gratitude journal, right? Just start being grateful for just the breath that you have and the air that you are able to breathe. Just start being thankful for the little things. And again, write it down, but also speak those things out loud and speak your truths, the I am's, the I want's, speak that out loud, start talking to yourself, drive in the car and just have a conversation with yourself. I probably look ridiculous when I do that. Um, but it's so extremely helpful just to hear your own thoughts and to get them out and onto paper or, or just out where you can hear them and focus on managing your nutrition better. And if you don't know where to start, um, that's one small change. Maybe, you know, you order something healthier when you drive through, uh, or, you know, maybe you drive through one less day of the week. Everybody has different struggles with food and what works best for you is going to be, uh, dependent on where your struggle is. Um, but, We also have different tools available uh, when it comes to to diet plans, Uh, but the goal is to teach you sustainability, not put you on a crash diet to where when you stop that, you're going to end up gaining uh, all the weight back and then some, and just start with something that's manageable. Over time, you create these new habits. You're like, oh, that wasn't so terrible. And then you create another habit and another habit. Um, also get some movement in, if you don't know where to start, just start by getting more steps in during the day, like walk five minutes in the morning, five minutes midday, five minutes in the evening. That's 15 minutes of extra movement. And also you need sleep. So bedtime routine. Hey, Molly, can you tell us about your bedtime routine? That's helpful for you to actually get some sleep.
2: Yeah. So I will tell you, I I'm, I'm, I'm pretty religious about getting to sleep uh, roughly the same. I'm get I go to bed at the same time and I get up at the same time and maybe on the weekends, just maybe an hour difference in the morning. Um, but that consistency, having that nighttime routine is so 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 important. Um I will say like minimizing, you know, screen time, that type of thing is always um is always really helpful, but for me what has worked is just consistency. My body has gotten into a rhythm with it. I'm the first person to bed in my house. Um and I'm the first person up in the morning as well, but on um, that consistency, even just that will help you get more sleep, especially if you're struggling with energy if you're struggling with weight gain, all those things. Sleep is such an important part of the puzzle. Um, So that's something easy you can do is just go to bed, get ready for bed, you know, wind down same night, same time every night.
1: Yeah. And I will tell you that if, if anybody is concerned that they might be struggling with sleep apnea, it's important to get checked because I have sleep apnea, And you can really struggle with energy in the daytime and also with weight gain because you're not able to get adequate sleep because you stop breathing multiple times a night. So if there's a concern there, that's an easy test that you can have performed. And also you've got to train your body just like we train our kids to go to bed. you, You have to train your body to wind down to be able to go to bed. So if you're drinking energy drinks or coffee, taking vitamin D or B12, DHEA, T3 meds, any kind of stimulant uh, later in the day, it's going to affect your ability to calm down at night. You need a dark room and you need to let your mind calm down. And if you create that routine, your brain understands that, okay, we're, we're getting ready to go to bed. And then obviously dialing in your hormones, dialing in any, any medication or any supplements required. If you're struggling with a medical condition, that's going to be important too, because there are many things that disrupt our sleep, um, like menopause, like hypothyroidism. And so that's important as well. And then managing your stress, building in coping mechanisms and learning how to get out of the constant chaos, overwhelm mode is so beneficial. And that's hard for me. I still, I revert back to it all the time. And my husband will say, babe, you're not taking calls on the weekends, babe. I thought you weren't going to work past five. And I have to remind myself that it's just normal for me because it's all I've known, but you have to do the work and you have to constantly remind yourself why, if you don't know why you're doing it, you're not going to be successful, right? So you have to reiterate to yourself constantly, I am doing this because, and that keeps you on track. And listen, take the emotion out of it. You know, in my business, I I have had to take the emotion and how I feel out of it. And I get up every morning and I have a list of things that I am required to do, regardless of how I feel about the day, because that is required for me to be able to run my health practice and help people. Um, so put the emotion aside, use that to celebrate your wins and and just focus on consistent steady, work. And if you need anything, we are about to end here. The music's about to start. Uh, You can contact Molly. Uh, Her website is posted. Her social media is posted. If you'd like to get in touch with Molly, mine as well, if you'd like to get in touch with me and we will see you next week on the Heal Your Body Show. Thanks so much for joining me, Molly. Have a great day. Thank you for the
0: Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body.